You're listening to the Lux Life Discovered Podcast, where we talk with people who are living a lifestyle that reflects their passion, because we believe everyone should be living their best life, their Lux Life. The show is hosted by Rick Steiner with Steiner Event Group, a premier national event planning company, and co-hosted by Shannon Richmond, the vice president of the Panama City Beach Chamber of Commerce. If you are watching on YouTube, be sure to hit the subscribe button and the bell to get notifications of future episodes. The show is produced by 30A Media and is broadcast on your favorite podcast outlets, as well as YouTube, Roku TV, Amazon Fire TVs, and other major brand smart TVs. I'm Rick Steiner with Lux Life Discovered. Welcome back to another episode. My co-host today is Shannon Richmond with the Panama City Beach Chamber of Commerce. I Thanks, always Shannon. love doing these podcasts. Great, great. Well, we've got a great guest today, Victoria Atrosky, and you are an author, and so I wanted to have you on to talk about a lot of different areas that you do, which I find interesting, and I think our viewers will find interesting as well. So welcome. Thank you. I really appreciate the invite. Well, good. So now you write for different, is it magazines and newspapers in the area? Is that correct? Um, yes. Currently, I just write for uh, one of the newspapers, So Wall Life. Okay. And I, I do a little bit of website content. I've done that before with them. But I've written for a Christian magazine before and then a previous newspaper that is now defunct that was in Lynn Haven. Okay. In, uh, yeah. Across the bridge. Okay. Yep. Good deal. So what sparked your interest in writing? Oh, that's a long time ago. Um, ever since I can remember, as soon as I learned how to read, I was an avid reader, and um, I always loved stories. So when I would read stories one after another, if I didn't like the way it ended, I would rewrite it in my head. Okay. And then as I yeah. got older, you know, I started writing stories in my head, but it was always in my head. Right. Um, didn't really put much anything down on paper for a long time, and then ended up in Arizona in the early well, about 2008, 2010, uh, going through some really difficult times like a lot of people were back then. And I started a blog. You know, that's when these kind of started to be a thing, right, blogs right. at that time. And I used that to just put down some of the things I was going through and doing that on a regular basis, although nobody else was reading it, it was just good practice for right. me. And doing that, it helped me to find my own voice with my writing style. And then I ended up here in Florida a few years later, and then God just kind of opened up doors for me to be able to um, use that and to just do more and more uh, every year. It was more, and I just have really appreciated it. The blogs are really a, a kind of a self-help tool if you use the right way, aren't they? Yes, they are. They're yeah. very cathartic. Yes, mm -hmm. and I'm sure more people benefited from that than you realize, even though you you say there are a lot a lot of people didn't read it, but still, all it takes is that one person that you could touch that would really make a huge difference. Right, so. that is true. So then you uh, published a book. So tell us a little bit about that book. Well, um, the book is it's basically a memoir, I guess. Um, it it kind of was birthed from a lot of the blog posts that I had written over a period of a few years uh, with different things that were happening in my life and different things that I had already written about. Like I would do human interest stories for the newspaper mm -hmm. and I would do um, interviews with people for the magazine that I was writing for. So I kind of, you know, you start thinking about a lot of different things and I started putting a lot of blog posts together and I save everything on my computer. So I got to a point where I really felt that God was just wanting me to put them together in a book. 
but I didn't know where to go with it or exactly right. what, because I'd Here's written about computer, a lot of things. Here's my computer, I need a book. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> take my information, yeah. And what's really funny um, is that I had a friend that was staying with me for a little bit of time. She was uh, between apartments, and she was a painter. And I commissioned a painting with her to kind of help her out, and I liked her work anyway. So she said, well, what kind of painting do you want? I said, well, I would like one where um, a beach scene with, you know, the, the chair on the beach. You know, that scene where somebody was not sitting in the chair, but the chair was right. there for someone to sit in to look at the water. And she said, okay. So she painted this picture and showed it to me. And you've got the, the water and the birds in the sky. And then you've got the chair sitting there in the sun. And then on the ground next to the chair was a book upside down. It was, it was open upside down. And she said, look, I painted your book. I was like, God said, see, now you got to write it. Oh, it's painted. So, yeah. Painted. Yeah. so that was kind of the, the last little nudge that well, that's I needed neat. to. Yeah. Yeah. And what's the name of the book? It's called, uh, I remember, Through Cracked Glass. Through Cracked okay. Through Cracked Glass. It's, uh, I got that from an idea when I was flying somewhere and looking out the window, and the, the glass wasn't cracked, but it had a lot right. of... Lions, scratches. Yes, yeah. and I was looking at the sunset through the window, um, and I thought, you know, that's kind of the way it is with us. We are broken. We are cracked, but yet God still does beautiful things through us. Yeah. So that's kind of where I that like came that. from. I do too. Was the, because um, I haven't seen the cover of the book, did the painting make it to the cover of the book? No, my okay. daughter actually helped find, because she's a, a graphics artist, so she helped me find a, a photo of, of one that um and she overlaid a, a the, cracked glass over it it's just it well that makes really sense well. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah so um and uh, you tell me that you self-published a book right yes yeah so i did for anybody interested in maybe doing that what did, what was your experience with doing it like that and what were some of the pitfalls and sure you know that type thing um, I know a fair amount of people will do the self-publishing where they will do their own formatting and upload it to uh, like Amazon. I think it's, or Kindle, KDP or something. Okay. Um, I wasn't comfortable enough with, no, I didn't know how to do all that formatting to make it look right. Because if you've seen some self-published books, if, if the person did their own formatting and they didn't know, really understand formatting, you can tell. And I didn't want it to look like that. Right. And I knew I didn't have the skill for that. So I did some research and I found a company where they do some of the work for you um, for a fee. And it was it was fairly pricey. But at the time, I felt it was worth it because I wanted to try to put out a You wanted that professional book. first look. Exactly. Right. Mm -hmm. And I thought, well, if I write another one, I'll figure out the formatting uh -huh. on my own for the next one. Yeah. You know. Well, that's that's a big task to um, undertake. To write Absolutely. a book, and, and then the format, because the format, I would not yeah. even thought about at this point. I'd be stressing over the book itself, what I'm writing, that type thing, much mm -hmm. less to get to the point to self-publish. So then when you got your formatting all figured out and where you wanted it, then what were the next steps? Well, that wasn't the first part. If you're doing self-publishing, you start off with your manuscript, obviously, and then um, part of the package that I purchased was an editor would, would review it, would do a copy edit. Oh, yeah, I would need that. 
Absolutely. Yeah. That's I always recommend having a third party, not your mother, not your best friend. Right. right. Somebody yeah. can be brutally honest with exactly. you. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. Yes. So um, that's know, part honey, of the that's package. That's good. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah. I've How <laughs> But yes, that's kind of the first step. Once you get the manuscript together, you submit it for an edit, and then you make some changes, and then you submit it really for a second edit to kind of clean it up. But it's after that is when you start putting it together, is determining the format, the size of the book, the, the font size as well, and if you want any um, illustrations in it, you know, that sort of thing. And then right. you start putting it together. You got your bibliography or your footnotes. Do you have illustrations? Yeah, my friend who painted yeah. the, uh, the painting, she did three very, I wanted uh, very simple line drawings okay. at the beginning of each section. How many pages is the book? Uh, I think it's just 167. Okay. Yeah. That's, I, I yeah. wouldn't know what's, I mean, what's a long book, which is true. I guess it's it depending on the size. Yeah, it's, it's, not, a, it's yeah. not like a massive tome for sure. <laughs> okay, and then start. Just yeah. To, yeah, it was only about thirty-five, thirty-eight thousand words. Yeah, so it's not not a really big. That's that's good though. And so, well, that lays the groundwork for your next book. Would you do it again? Oh, absolutely! I've already started another one. Have you really? Oh. So, well, I'm sure you're taking a lot of things you learned already from yep. the first book to kind of keeping that in mind as you're you know preparing for this one too and writing it. So, what will this next one cover? Can you say yes? Uh, sure. I don't mind. Um, this one is going, I don't know the title yet, but it's going to be about rest. I've been doing a lot of reading recently and thinking about that whole concept of rest and where it began. The first time I believe it's ever mentioned is when God rested on the seventh day mm -hmm. in Genesis. And well, he wasn't tired. Well, why did he rest? And so it, it just opens up questions on what was the purpose of that and then to put it in in the law for the Israelites to observe a Sabbath every seven days, a Sabbath of rest where nobody worked. Why was that? What was its purpose? And then throughout the Old Testament, there are other times when God mentions, um, come back to me and, and, and I'll give you rest. And, and Jesus, even in the New Testament, he kind of mirrors that when he says, come to me, anybody who's heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And then the writer of Hebrews mentions there's still a Sabbath rest for the people of God. And it's like, so it got me to thinking, uh -huh. where does that, what exactly, what does that all mean? And what does it mean specifically to us today? How, do, how does God's rest for us today help further his kingdom because that's the purpose of it it's it's not just to give us rest which is good yeah. but i think when we're at rest it helps us to we can be more effective more easily because we are at a point where we're able to listen right we're, we're grounded we're still yeah yeah and we get so involved in so many things that just what the world throws at you period but then with our own you know our only day of the Yeah, and mm -hmm. things that we want to pursue. Exactly. So, yeah, yeah. It, it, you have to have that. It's like why people have to get away sometime. It's like they Vacation. need that. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, they need that time to recharge, to refocus, regroup. So, yep. um, so your your first book, Through Crack Glass, tell us a little about that book. Like, what, um, like, like is, what? Is there, is there something that you tried to 
get to or is there something you tried to make us think about mm-hmm. um, what is the purpose of that book what is it for us to learn sure. or to know about appreciate the question um, the, the reason for the book was mainly to show a lot of I use the word lessons always doesn't okay. sound like a fun word but it's basically lessons that that God had taught me over the years when I fall into different holes <laughs> Yeah. Basically, so are there like know. scenarios, and this is what you yes. did. Yes. Well, what I did was I'm a storyteller. That's okay. what I love. And so each chapter is a, is its own story. Okay. And the book is divided into three sections, and within okay. those sections are these stories that pertain to that basic idea. Right. Like the first section, I named it perseverance, and it's basically different things that happened as I was growing up or during my adult years that were difficult for me, but that. I, I stayed in the faith, you know, that ways that God showed me to stay close to him, to, to trust him, to believe him. Mm-hmm. And then the next section uh, is all about forgiveness, because that's a tough one for a lot of people. And mm-hmm. I had to learn some tough lessons there, and I have to relearn them a lot. Um, but, they're, but they're all stories. Each chapter is its own individual story. Okay. I like, smile when you say about the forgiveness, and you have to do that a lot, because, and not the laughing at that it's just uh, yeah i understand that all too well Mm -hmm. we're harder on ourselves than we are other people sometimes but it's harder to forgive ourselves at the same time and i do mention that in one of those chapters that it that forgiving others is already very difficult but sometimes it's even more difficult to forgive exactly yeah yeah i want i I, i'm not sure why that is but i know i i'm guilty of that too well i believe it's that 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 satan does everything he can to keep us down and to keep us unproductive. Well, that's true too. So if yeah, we're not forgiving yeah. ourselves, we're feeling bad about ourselves. We we're can, not feeling like yeah. we can be serving, right, and true. helping others. True. So, we're like, what would be your ideal book? I know you're writing this next one, but what would be like the ultimate? Is there an ultimate goal for like a a book? Is it a, like a series of books, or you know what? Have you thought about that? Um, I've always loved the idea of writing a novel, you know, a novel, novel, but my stories are short. I've not been able to come up with one that I feel would be long. Yeah. (laughs) I love a really well-written story. (laughs) There you go. There you go. But but I tend to lean more toward, like, I, I think... My main spiritual gift is that of encouragement. So that's always where I lean toward. I'm, I'm always wanting to kind of tell somebody else what I learned or what helped me. And so that's kind of what I end up writing about when I'm able to do it on my own. Right. So is this? So you have a full-time job. So this is mm-hmm. what you do in your spare time. Mm-hmm. Is this what you do? Um, like, do you have to have, be in a Zen mode or do you have to have a certain pen to write with? Are there any quirky things like that for when you're ready to write and it really flows? Um, yeah. Yeah, there's a few things. Um, <laughs> and we want to know what they yeah. are. <laughs> I, I have to have it quiet. I can't have my music going. I tend to have music on a lot, and so I, I can't a lot focus of people on can't writing. deal with quietness. I have to have yeah. it quiet okay. uh, in order to focus. And if I'm stuck or can't can't seem to get the the opening for like an article I'm writing, I, I want to come up with a good lead or a good lead-in story to pull the reader in. It's like, okay, so how do I want to approach this subject matter? And I do a lot of walking. I'll pace the floor if I can't go outside. Back and forth and back and forth and back and forth. And then that just kind of gets the brain going. 
And then I start writing it in my head. Sometimes I'll rewrite it several times in my head before I'll sit down and start typing it up. That's that would be interesting because I'm trying. I told Shannon, I said, you know, I've always kind of wanted to write a book. I'm big on motivational quotes and that type thing, mm-hmm. but I wouldn't know what to do. And then, did you ever like this is something I battle with, so I'm just that's why I'm asking this. Did you ever think when you started doing the book, like this is going to be silly? Nobody's going to, you know. That's what I, I think of. You know, it's kind of like, mm-hmm. oh, like nobody cares. Yeah, nobody wants to right, that. right, right. So yeah. you've got to have the confidence in it to begin with and the per- perseverance, perseverance to do it. Yeah. So, yeah. Right. 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 It's hard. Easy yeah, word to spell. Works. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes it's so, easier to spell. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Here's my chart. No, it's like, no. But um, so did you ever run into that with that as well or the oh, blog? Sure. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. And my kids were helpful, especially my youngest daughter, because um, I would let her read a lot of the information, and she would sometimes say, "Which is sometimes good and bad." Yeah, she can be brutal, <laughs> which is what I needed. Yeah, I really okay. did. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there were some things where she'd say, "I don't think you should put that in there, Mom," or you know, maybe I don't understand what you mean by that. Yeah. So well, that's good that she you know, would give me good feedback and mm-hmm. not just say, "Oh, that's good," you know, and like I don't want to hurt her feelings. Yeah, she she'll do the yeah. constructive stuff. So yeah, it's good. Well, good, good. So um, you work full-time with an insurance agency, is that right? Mm-hmm. So, and then you kind of do this, we say on your side, on the side, but, you know, yeah. that that takes up, it's in your mind all the time, I'm sure, even, yeah. yeah. So it's not one of those things you just, if that's your passion and what you want to do, you just can't flip the switch and say, okay, I'm through writing. Now it's time to do yeah. insurance. Now right. I got to write. You know, yeah. you can't well, just... it tends to keep you up at night because your brain won't shut down. Right. Yeah. 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 That's, yeah. well, that shows it's true passion. You know, that's yeah. for sure. That's what you want to do. So that's good. Well, I, um, yeah. So if I ever get to that point, I may have to give you a call He's and say, close. I don't know. Okay. It's one of those things you think about and then, mm-hmm. but when you talk about self publishing, that's, would you, so you would do the self publishing again. Um, well, it'd be nice if a publishing company would prefer exactly, you know, and that way they that's, also yeah, underwrite your. That's probably not yeah. <laughs> in the in the cards, but you never um, know. You never know. But yeah, this time I would probably uh, try to do the the formatting myself because I've learned enough about it that I think I, especially right. with my daughter with her graphic uh, design background, yeah. I think between the two of us we figured out. What's been your biggest hurdle in trying to start a book or complete a book? Um, the subject matter, really, because like I mentioned, I'm, I'm used to writing short articles, um, short blog posts, not long things. So that's the way my brain works. I, I tend to be very succinct in what I write. I'm not real. Here's the beginning. Here's the end. I, yeah. my brain is very analytical. It goes in a straight line. Okay. And so I can arrive there within 500 words pretty easily. But we're like, no, we need a book that's this many words. Right. So, okay. yeah. So how well, do you then, find your filler? Um, do a lot of thinking. Okay. A lot of walking. Yeah. A lot of reading. I might yeah. be a good writer then because I can't text very shortly. So, you know, it's like my <laughs> sons are like, Dad, just get to the point. We don't need all the extra information. I'm like, this is concise this, to me. Yeah, yeah, this, yeah. You got to know the background. You got to know the right. background. I mean, I don't want you like asking me a million questions. I'm like, I, I'm going to get it all out there. You read it. You have the full. You have all the details. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. So, but um, have you ever thought about writing? Me? Yeah. No way. I'm too busy. 
And my mind thinks all day long anyway. No, no, no. My job keeps me so busy. All I think about is my job. Yeah. I don't know how I could do one more thing. You could write about your job. <laughs> He'd rather hire somebody to write about That's your right. job, right? <laughs> That's right. No, uh, I could sit still long enough. That could be my problem, too, yeah. But I think probably so, some people will walk around with the little yeah, some recorders. And, mm -hmm. But I would have to be the one that talks it all about it and then send it to somebody and say, make it good. Yeah. See, I'm you, an extreme you, introvert. You so. did a really good job of doing it yourself. Yeah. And yeah. putting it together and then sending it. I would be like, here's all these words. Do something with it. <laughs> right. Well, do they do that? Like, yeah. You can talk all your words and somebody will put something together for you. But like she said, it's expensive. Mm -hmm. wow. It is definitely worth it. Um, if you want a piece of advice, I would say if you're writing a book or even something a novelette or anything that if you're not, especially if you are not used to writing, make sure you, you spend the money to have an, a copy editor, read it over and clean it up and give you some good advice because your purpose in writing it is for people to want to read it and enjoy it. Right. right. And if they can't follow what you're saying. I mean, you might know what you're saying. But right, and that's yeah, 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 that's yeah. true. And I've run into that before too, where I it's easy for me to know what I'm talking about and my background, what it, what it, all the background is. But then somebody, if they don't know the background, sometimes it's like it mm -hmm. makes no sense. What about that new app or whatever it is that you can tell it to? Hey, tell me a story about Port St. Joe. Include this, include that, and then they write a, a little story for you. Have you heard of that? Mm -mm. No. Yes, you have. No, with the that would be weird. That's kind of like you're talking about artificial intelligence. GBT. It's a chat thing, and then you tell it what you want it to know, and you give it the things that you want it to include, and it writes you a story. It writes an essay. Yeah, it's compiling everything that's in its database. That's crazy. Not very personalized. Right, and then you have names in there. Yeah, that's our personal <laughs> I'm, I'm And then that appeal artificial intelligence part two. But I mean, yeah. I think somebody that wants to write, that might be a good start to like, you say all these things and then it gives you maybe a little motivation. I don't know. Yeah. But that's kind of not. Well, it's kind of like plagiarism. <laughs> kind of plagiarism, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. So, I didn't really write this, but if I. But I said I wanted to write yeah. it. But I really like the idea. <laughs> I like this kind of of that concept. Right. It's like, you know, I got this app and so I'm writing a book now. I've just got to wait for the app to download everything. <laughs> and tell yeah. me what I'm saying. Right. <laughs> well, it is hard to express sometimes what you're thinking, you know, and yep. to express it in a way where it's going to benefit someone else or they'll Or that, that somebody will read it, it and they'll know, not, she just won't know what she's writing. We'll be able to understand what she's yeah. meaning by that. Yeah. Well, what happens... That's a lot of work. What happens a lot of times when you're writing like that is that you will need to rework it and rework it and rework it, especially if it's a concept that you're not sure if somebody else is going to understand. You may have to rewrite that a half a dozen times in order, and it might, what you started with is probably not going to be anything like what you end up with because you've just had to continue to rework it to try to find the right combination of words yeah. so that people will understand what it is you're trying to convey. Did you run into that at all when you're doing your book, the first the, the first book, did, did you um, go back and look at something and think, oh, this is so far, not different than what you want, but the style of it, maybe the context. 
was different. You than mean what, while I was writing? Yeah. Like, did you start with a, like a thought? And then by the time you came back and finished that thought, you're like, this went a little different than I thought it would go. Oh, that happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. If Yes, it does. I think sometimes, especially if you're writing something that is um, supposed to help, hoping to encourage somebody, you have an idea of where you want to go with it, and then you start writing it, and it's like all of a sudden your fingers are typing words that you hadn't realized were going to be that's coming out of your brain. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of cool when that happens. It's very cool, actually. Well, that's that, that creative part coming into play. Yeah. 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 So. so how do you know, like when you said you rework it and rewrite it, how do you know when that's it? I'm going to send it now. You have to get to a point where, was it Seth Godin that said you have to ship it? You just have to ship it. You have to get to a point where you know it's never going to be 100% perfect. That would be. And you just, it's like, this has got to be good enough. Because I think it would be sitting on my counter for a very, very long Yeah, very like long I think time. I'm going to add. Well, I had a, a time frame that I gave myself good for that. You. And that's when a, you're. That's a good suggestion. Yeah, yes. And true. then when you're writing, obviously, for a publication, you have time. You've got a, time, you've got a hard time frame. Yeah. So you're used to time frames in that regard. Mm -hmm. So that helped. Yeah. 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 So what's the name of your book and how do we find it? Well, it's called Through Cracked Glass, but it's not, I didn't renew the contract after a couple of years. So okay. it's not one that you can. Can we get the book? Yeah, I've got copies. I actually brought one. Ah, okay. Yeah. I want to, yeah, definitely read that and follow up on it for sure. So um, so what's your time frame from the second book, time frame? Uh, I would like to have the manuscript, the initial manuscript ready within three months. Oh really? If okay. I if I apply myself. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's one of those like the writer's block and the whole motivation that and the inspiration. I guess that mm -hmm. I'm sure that plays a, a role in it. And then, yeah. of course, with everything going on in life, whatever you know, it's thrown your way. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, a lot of reading um, and research is what helps to loosen any kind of block that you have. Right. Because you just you're filling your mind with with the information, and then your brain kind of processes it while you're doing other things for a while, and then you can sit down and and put it all in your words mm -hmm. and your time frame. Yeah, that's good. The the first like I've just begun this book, and my initial writing is is rough, and it's awful, and it's not going to stay that way. But I know that I have to put down something. Get to start. Right, you, you kind have of prove the beginning, but then you right, and that's what a lot it. of people. Yeah struggle with is they think that when they start writing that it's got to be good at the beginning and it might be but most of the time it's not especially if it's a subject that you that is fairly new to you mm -hmm. um, your initial thoughts that you're putting down are probably going to be disjointed the voice that you're using is probably not going to be the same the way you end it like I told you I, I love telling stories that's what I prefer to do but what I've started on this book it's not beginning as as a story form, it's beginning more as informational, which I'm probably going to end up turning into a story, right. but I have to start somewhere. But as somewhere. you learn more with your research, that plays a, a big yeah. factor as well. So, well, good. Well, we look forward to, you, you don't know the title yet, but we look forward to your second book and finding out more about that. And um, I can't believe our time is, this has been the quickest podcast today. It seems like they go by well, just quicker. Yeah, yeah. That's because we're and like. I know, because we're interested and we're, <laughs> we're, we're long. Yeah. interesting. Tell and, us more. Um, so, um, but thank you for taking the time to come over today and, and be with us. We, we appreciate that. Mm -hmm. So, um, and that wraps up another episode of Lux Life Discovered, and we look forward to seeing you soon. Subscribe below. 
yeah, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Go to LuxLifeDiscover.com to see a full listing of the podcast. And we're on all major podcast platforms and YouTube. Check out Lux Life Discovered on Facebook and Instagram and on 30a.tv. See you next time on Lux Life Discovered.